Sup, bitches? We're back. We're back after missing an episode. I know. Get off my back. I'm sorry. I wanted to record an episode earlier this week and get back on track and having a consistent two episode a week drop schedule. I wanted to. Trust me, deep down in my fucking balls, I wanted to drop a second episode last week and get back on track. Fuck, this, even this one's a daylight. So I was basically, you know, fucking pushing this one. You know, I bet some of you are sitting there thinking, fuck, is he already, did he hit 20 episodes and quit the pussy? And no, no, I didn't. I didn't quit. I wasn't trying to quit. I wanted to keep going on the same schedule. I wanted to keep grinding, keep working. But your boy got sick again. Well, that's all I can say. And it was the kind of sick. Like, I I probably physically couldn't do it. Like, you know, and the voice definitely isn't back to 100%. So you're going to, sorry, there's going to be some uh, some technical difficulties, if you will, with this voice today. But we're, we're going we're gonna to grind through it because that's what we do. But seriously, man, like four or five days ago, like the last, like, five, six days, fuck, man, it was, it was rough, man, I was sounding pretty hoarse, pretty hoarse, probably, like, you know, it hurt to talk for a day or two there, man, fucking, my throat was swollen up, fucking was something, you know, definitely didn't take a COVID test, because fuck that, but, um, yeah, man, it definitely wasn't COVID, I think it was, I think I literally had some sort of fucking throat or might even have been an ear infection. My ears were kind of fucked too, bro. But I was fucking miserable, cunts. I had to take a couple of days off work. Like, I never do that. I show up to work. Like, I'm, I'm proud. Like, I'm not one of these fucking pussies since COVID, you know, that's become the norm to, like, any little sniffle or any little fucking bad feeling. Oh, I've got to take the day off work, man. I, I can't, can't risk spreading it around. You know, that's the excuse they use every single time now because... You know, and it's ingrained in almost everybody because of fucking COVID. That they can't go to work because they got a little bit of a runny nose. They got a little bit of a coffee waffy. So they gotta stay home and snuggle up and waste away the whole day watching Netflix. I'm not one of those pussies, man. I'm not one of those pussies. So it was pretty fucking bad. Like man, I ah oh, it's pretty yeah, and I've also been a bit of a pussy there too. I only took two days off. Like let's not be let's not like, you know, wasn't in the infirmary or anything, and, like, I still, like, actually, you know, if you know me, this is how sick I was, I, I had to stop smoking weed for three days, for three days, you know, well, I tried, I was trying, but fuck, man, it was like, the throat, the throat was that bad, it was hurting, I was coughing, just coughing every little tiny hit, little bit of smoke at the back of my throat, and I'm coughing it up immediately, so I had to take three days off smoking weed, so, fuck, man, maybe I was, like, five, five minutes away from going to the hospital, like, that was, must have been pretty serious, I've had this fucking, for my own health, had to stop smoking weed for three days, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back to near full health, you know, <laughs> nothing's gonna keep me down, I'm gonna keep fighting, respect to the legends, but, um, yeah, fucking sick again, Second time, like, probably second time in the last three months I've been, like, decently sick, which doesn't make sense because I'm not vaccinated, so why, my, my immune system should be fucking perfect. But, um, yeah, maybe maybe it's a lifestyle thing. Maybe it's just dumb luck. Like, it's only twice. And to be fair, you know, last week didn't exactly, you know, it didn't treat the body t- too well at all, to be honest. 
You know, it was a big bit of a blowout for about five, six days there. You know. But, you know. Maybe I'm just getting old. Can't can't go that hard anymore without getting sick. Maybe I'm not going hard enough, you know, often enough. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just too much of a shock to the system and just crashed the immune system. So then I just, you know, got real fucked up for a few days. But so maybe the old, maybe, the, maybe, maybe the method is just to go hard more often. You know, every other weekend. Maybe that's what I should be do, doing, just boozing every other weekend and just going fucking massive. Maybe, maybe that's what we do for 2023. I think we should trial it. I think it's a good theory, theory to put to practice. Maybe I'll be healthier and get sick less often if I'm just absolutely getting after it down here every other weekend. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, like, I'm genuinely serious. I think, like, you know, obviously you don't want to push it too hard. Every weekend, actually, that's going to fuck you up, especially, you know, ripe old age of 26 over here. We're not... We're not 22-year-olds running around out there, are we? Are we? Are we, lads? Fuck. Fucking aging like a... Like a bitch with Botox over here. But, um... Yeah. Fucking... We're gonna test it out. Another theory to being sick. Could have just been that fucking horrible pussy. That probably might have been why... Why it was so horrible. Maybe it was tainted. Infected unclean it was definitely unclean but um yeah man maybe she uh maybe she had something down there maybe maybe she was such a whore that I was the fifth guy down there that day and one of those guys had a bit of a fucking you know respiratory illness coming on so he's just spread that around maybe that's happen. that's what happens when you when you, you're tapping these tinder fucking bicycles just every fucking, every man and his dogs just running through there four or five a day. And it's just, you know, it's just a habitat for disease and illness. Like, maybe that was it. Ugh. Fuck, man. That pussy's just been on my mind for the whole week. Maybe that's it. Maybe that pussy, I've got PTSD from the pussy. And I'm just depressed. It's just... Just that's just shunted me into a deep dark depression, and that's just affecting my immune immune system. That's why I got sick. Just that fucking PTSD from that pussy, that terrible, stinky, fat, smelly, icky, like slightly, like very gooey. Like when it started to moisten up, it was like a a very, very gooey, fucking ooze. Out of that pussy. So, yeah, man. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was just all the the viruses and bacteria just fucking lifting off the surface. Like, just, you know, you know how, like, you got the flat fucking frying pan and no one fully cleans it ever, so it's always got a little bit of grease. And they're built up, like, from, like, dozens of times of different shit people have been cooking in there. And, like, you start heating it up and it just starts to... Just that point where, like, the pan's still not hot enough to put anything in there, but it's just starting to heat up enough that the the little film of white grease on that pan is just starting to bubble and ooze a little bit, starting to slowly go back to liquid. That's what this fucking pussy was like. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Fucking PTSD from the pussy, man. In the trenches and, you know. I've come, I've come back with some, some stories I just don't want to tell, but I'm telling them. Need to get them off my chest, man. Fuck me, man. Was I in? That was one deep fucking trench. Like, honestly, I was in there. It was the, it was the flabby Grand Canyon. The flabby canyon. Like, it was just deep. You'd be surprised. Like, you see pictures of it. And you're like, yeah, it's pretty deep. Not that deep. When you're standing on the edge looking over. Fuck me, man. You could, you could, you could throw a whole fucking 1975 Toyota Hilux off the edge of that. And it ain't coming up. That ain't coming up. That's, that's, that's dead. That's how high the walls of that fucking flabby canyon were. I had fucking, you know, I got my face in there, fucking mouth, lips and teeth, right at the edge of the cliff, tongue fully outstretched, absolute maximum length, and I could just, just brush the clitoris. And fuck me, man. I had my mouth fully open, tongue fully outstretched, goosey, lardy, greasy, smelly juices dripping down the back of my throat, all over my face and into my beard. Oh, man, boys, the PTSD from the pussy. The worst pussy of my life. It's actually, like, you know, genuinely has affected my mood. Like, you know, like, I think it's literally, like, it's like the inverse reaction from when you get some good pussy. You get some, even just half-decent pussy, non-terrible pussy. It lifts your spirit for a whole week, man. You start fucking, feel, you know, chest is puffed out. You start strutting, strutting around like you can actually attract females from the opposite sex. But, you know, you start, you feel good. That lasts, I say that lasts at least about a week, you know, depending on who you are. You just got that little bit of buzz. I feel like. This pussy, man, it's just fucking put me into a deep, dark, black hole that, you know, if I kept hitting that, if I kept hitting it, fuck, man, I don't know what would have happened to me. You know, I might not be here on this earth, if you know what I mean. I might have fucking taken my early, my early ticket off this ride if I fucking stooped so low to regularly fucking that terrible fucking pussy. But yeah, man, I had to cut it. Had to cut it. Had to send, basically send a message like the day after, maybe two days after, recorded the last podcast. She was blowing me up again. Third time in four days, man. Like, this bitch wanted me, man. And I can't blame her. But I was like, oh, fuck. I got, I got to cut her loose. And, you know, I'm a gentleman. I'm not just going to ghost the bitch. Even though, you know. Sometimes in certain situations, it's a, you know, I can understand. It's an easy thing to do. You know, but your boy, <coughs> your boy's a gentleman. You know, you got you to gotta let him down. You got you to gotta, you gotta tell them something. You got to at least, like, send him a text. I'm not calling him. I'm not taking out, you know. She was a one-night route, not taking out to dinner or anything. She's getting, she's getting a fucking four-line Snapchat message. That's all she deserves. That's all she's worth. And I seen it, you know, absolute full of shit. It was basically like, hey, you know, had fun, you're a great girl and everything, but just not looking for a ca- ongoing casual thing at the moment. It's just the biggest fucking lie ever. But, um, like, everybody, everybody, or every guy wants a ongoing casual thing. Like that's, you know, just a chick. It's a half-decent route. 
that you keep going, you know, you hit like once a week maybe, she hits you up, you go back there, no strings attached. Like, on paper, that's what every fucking guy wants right now. Like, even if you're married with four kids and a hap- and a fucking not bad wife, you'd honestly take that right now. Like, that's literally what, what kind of guy's going to turn that down. But I basically told her that's not what I'm looking for at the moment, even, you know. I think I actually told her that's what I was looking for at the start, so really shitty excuse, but yeah, basically just told her, hey, I'm not interested, and what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Sorry, your pussy stinks. I can't I can't go there again. Did I tell her the truth? Would that help her? I feel like that actually might have been the way to do it. Like, I actually had this wrestle back and forth, this mental wrestle. Do I give her some bullshit, lame, like, obvious lie of an excuse, or do I just tell her that her pussy stinks? gooey and smelly and I don't want to go back there because like this bitch is still going to be out there fucking fucking unsuspecting guys out there you know she's going to be you know good men good honest hard-working men are going to be trying to go down there and give this young lady a good night with the best intentions and get blindsided by that beefy woofy pussy like fuck me man I could have, I could have, I could have stopped something here. I, I really took the coward's way out on this one, man. I could have really like, cause we know, we know there's going to be shit. Probably in the last week, there's been about six, seven different guys that have probably ran their way through that hole, you know, just absolutely demolished that oozy, juicy, goosey, slimy, greasy pussy. Then fuck, man. If they know, you know, most of them are going to be having a fucking horrible experience. You know, there's going to be a couple that, you know, whether through desperation or just being an absolute mad cunt, they're actually going to enjoy that. And more power to them. More power to them, you know. You know, everybody needs, everybody's got their own pussy for them. And if you're someone that actually doesn't mind that, then more power to you. Go, go right ahead. And honestly, you know, if you're a guy listening to this at home and you've been listening to me talk about this last couple episodes and then just like Matt honestly bro I know I know this sounds a bit weird but I fucking love a stinky pussy a chubby stinky pussy best pussy ever if you're if you're like you know that guy out there then and you want a nice girl that's pretty chill smokes a little bit of weed you know go right ahead you know I'll give I'll give you I'll send you in the right direction I'll give you a good recommendation you know honestly and it it won't be that hard to get in there but I mean what good pussy is that's the problem really that's the catch the easier the pussy to get the the worse quality it's going to be and that's something everybody knows you know that's just a rule of life really and uh man You just know if they're going to give it up that easy. Like, it's it's an obvious thing. It's going to be fucking terrible. No good pussy is out there giving it away to fucking random dudes off Tinder as often as possible. And they're not cleaning properly in between. You know, good pussy's got self-respect. This bitch just ain't got no fucking self-respect. She fucked me in her nan's house while she was in the hospital. Like, can we... I can't get past that part, too. Like, ugh. Ugh. Like, honestly. 
Man, maybe I'm ju- man too judgmental there, but <coughs> that just—how can you be a good person after that? Honestly, Ugh. would you do that? I, I honestly like I couldn't do that. Like both sets of my grandparents are still alive, and if I was house sitting for them while they were in hospital, I'm not getting pussy over. I'm not getting strange pussy over. Maybe, you know, I'm there for a week or two. Got You know, you got a regular thing you got going on. Nice girl. You know, maybe you're working towards making it something more serious or it is already serious, you know, and sort of upwards from there. And you're basically just living there, you're caretaking there. So then it's just like, oh, that's, that's chill. But getting random pussy, random, filthy, disgusting, fat pussy around to your grandparents' house while they're in hospital. You're just a bad human being. And this, I think, you know, that, that's the biggest red mark against this girl. The biggest. And I've already, t- you know, I've dedicated two episodes to this already, man. That's just how much, you know, the the pussy PTSD has just been getting me down, man. I've had to get it. I've had to. I've got to talk about it, man. I've got to talk about it. <coughs> but anyway. I think I'm just, gonna, I'm just taking a break. I'm just going to take that break again, man. Pausing on it. Deleted Tinder the other day again. For like the fourth time in the last six months. But, you know, I'm just going to spend the next few months just working on myself. Really just trying to live with myself and love myself. Okay? Okay. All right. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing, okay? 2023, we are going to be okay with just me. Right? Okay. We got it. We got it. You understand? But yeah, on all seriousness, just going to, like, just chasing pussy, man. It just takes up so much mental energy, man, and physical energy and financial energy and just... For what? Like, I think that's literally why I just, like, I put in all this, you know, you've been following along last, I put in a good, like, three weeks of decent grind on Tinder just trying to get some fucking pussy. Like, I was literally just trying to get fucking pussy. And I got fucking pussy. All right? I got fucking pussy. You know, that's all I was going for, and it was fucking terrible. And... So it's just really like the return on investments just fucking horrendous. Like it's probably the worst investment of time in my life. Yeah, it's probably. That's yeah. You know, no fuck this bitch. She fucked me in her nan's house. Well, she's in hospital. What is this? Ah. Oh. Anyway, taking a break from the pussy, man. Just need a, you know. Just let it happen. Yeah, like, surely, like, you know what it is. Like, I'm, you know, I've never been a person that's gotten a lot of pussy. You know, I think that's most guys out there. You know, you're actually reading the studies like this. It's actually, like, the 1% of the 1% of guys that are fucking, like, 80% of the girls out here. Because they're that horny to be able to go every night and chicks, like, most normal chicks only, you know, if they're single, they only want to strange route like once every couple of weeks so it evens out with the distribution that you know they're only going to be trying to fuck all the really hot guys all the time because why wouldn't they and if they can 
Like, in, if I was in their shoes, I'd be just trying to fuck, like, the top 1% hot guys. You know, if you're some 6 out of 10, and you can bag a 9, 9.5 out of 10 guy, fucking 100%, go for it. I understand, ladies. I'm not blaming you. It's just, I'm just explaining how the game works. So then, literally, like, 1% of the guys are getting 80% of the pussy. And it's the top 1%. So if you're, like, a guy, you know, if you fancy yourself to be an an above 50% guy, but definitely, like, not, you know, between that 50 and 80 percentile guy, like, you're still a good good catch, a quality dude, not a piece of shit, not terrible looking, and you're just trying to get with chicks that are the same, those chicks that are on your level, like, if they're just looking to fuck, they're fucking, they ain't going anywhere near you, because they know when they just, you know, when they want to fuck, that once a month, that once every couple of weeks. They're going to go for that guy that's going every night and fucking anything he can go for. Because he's hot as fuck. And, you know, he knows the deal. He's just, he ain't he ain't going to be hanging around. He ain't going to try and simp and fucking get up in all your business and give off massive stalker vibes, which, let's face it, boys, that's part of the problem. Not saying I'm doing that. I'm not. I'm not saying I do that. I don't fucking do that. Well, I'm just saying you guys. You know, this is your problem. But um, yeah, man. So like, if you just the stat, the numbers just aren't just don't make sense. If you're a you know slightly above average to even pretty decent guy out there, you know the amount of effort you got to put in there to get pussy, that's not disease infested fat and fucking smelly it's just you know it's damn near impossible like it's just it's just a complete utter waste of time so you know I wish it was different and a lot of you out there have probably come to this realisation before and this isn't some fucking rocket science equals MC squared shit that I'm just talking about like it's pretty universal pretty easy to understand but, um, yeah, man, we just gotta, just gotta focus on us, we gotta, we just gotta be the kangs, the kangs that we are meant to be, and just build our empires, boys, and just let the, let the ladies come to you, and fo- fo- focus on that quality, like, you know, quality, quality ladies, quality women, they ain't, they ain't out here on Tinder, they ain't out here even on Hinge, they are, they are not out here in the streets, you know, they're, they're focusing on their own shit, they're doing good, hard, wholesome shit, and they're not easy to find, but when you do find them, and when they find you, because that's the main thing, they're finding you, yeah, you know, lads, you're the prize here, they're hunting us, that's what we've got to remember, but, uh, you know, you just don't fuck it up, and you won't fuck it up. Cause you're a good dude. Trust me. You're a good dude. I know, you know, you know, I see, I see what, you know, you're going to get, you're going to get a fine piece of, fine piece of woman one day, brother. She's going to find you, man, like in the fucking library or some bullshit like that. You're just going to be searching through your comic books and you're going to find one and the solid seven out of 10 library thought. It's just going to be like, oh, I love that comic book. Are you into the, whatever the fuck superhero that is too? And you strike a conversation and as they say, 
the rest is history. And then you can have your seven kids on your 40 acres with your mule and just live the good life. And nothing is ever complicated ever again. Like that's that's where life is perfect. That's all we need to get to. Just marry a good woman, have as many children as possible, live off the land, and that's all we need to fucking do. It's not that complicated. It's not that complicated. It's not that complicated. Like, you know, that's the formula to a happy life, really. <laughs> and, you know, you could say that's just completely idealistic and I'm just living in a fantasy world, but... I like to dream, you know, you listen to this podcast this long, you know, I'm a dreamer, but anyway, that's enough talk about pussy, enough talk about pussy, we're going to change the subject to you guys, and yeah, what else has happened this week, got my car broken into, wow, they didn't exactly have to break in, like, the back door was unlocked, and they opened it. And they went through my shit and took some of my shit and left. So I had shit stolen out of my car. That's probably the best way to put it. Right outside my house, middle of the night. And, you know, it is, it is my fault for leaving the door unlocked. But in my defense, the central locking in this car is pretty sketchy. Like sometimes it'll, you know, I'll lock the main door. And sometimes it'll lock all the doors. Sometimes it'll lock two of the doors. Sometimes it even just locks three of the doors. But uh, so usually, you know, if I'm being a good, responsible citizen, I would lock the main door. I would see that they would lock and then I'd have to go around and check all the doors around on the car and double check that they were locked. And quite often, some of them weren't. But I got lazy. I got lazy. And for a few weeks there, I just stopped doing that altogether. And they caught me napping. They caught me napping. And, uh, yeah, I think it was last Friday, Friday morning, I got in the car and I was like, huh, I don't remember leaving the glove box wide open and everything in it spewed out on the passenger seat. Huh. I don't remember having the cover of the boot crooked and sitting sideways across the back seats and, oh shit, half the shit in the boot's missing. Fun. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, so basically I'll give you a rundown on what they stole. So yeah, in the boot, I just had, uh, they stole some of my camping shit. Didn't, didn't have my tent in there, that was in the garage, I'm not that it, I'm not that dumb. But I was dumb enough to leave like my gas cooker and a couple of pots and pans and shit like that. And that was gone. To be fair, I've, I haven't really used much of that. I was planning on using it soon though, we're hitting summer, we're in the middle of summer here, so. I was hoping to use that soon, so lost that, so we'll value that at about a hundred bucks worth of stuff. Out of the boot, gone. And then, uh, yeah, I had a little backpack, my little fucking $10 backpack. That, that's gone, don't care about that. But a little Bluetooth keyboard that's in there that, you know, I used to write shit out on my phone when I'm out on the go. Get some good, you know, comedic ideas. Some good writing ideas, blog ideas. Crack open the Google Docs on my phone and type away on my Bluetooth keyboard. But I can't do that at the moment because the keyboard's gone. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, and then they took my little knockoff, uh, knockoff Yui Boom type speaker that I have in the wagon for, like, situations for sessions like this where I'm parked up and 
want to listen to some tunes and, you know, not going to listen through the car, don't want to drain the battery, so listen to the speaker, you know, my little speaker there, that got taken, so fucking, that's, that, that, that one's a bit annoying, but uh, it was a cheap shitty one though, so it won't take too much to replace, and also they took my lighters and my weed grinder, luckily though, because I did have more weed hidden in the car, they didn't find that, so they didn't take my weed stash, because that would have really pissed me off. But then they didn't take my papers, which was weird. So, yeah. Yeah, they done me done me pretty good. Pretty good. Didn't take, you know, took about, you know, they didn't take a jersey and some of the clothes they had in there. Maybe, you know, probably, didn't, you know, taking someone else's clothes is fucking weird because you don't know if you're going to fit them and they probably saw them and thought, yeah, no, I'm not going to fit this cunt's clothes. So didn't take them. But, uh, yeah, you know, teach me, teach me to have my, one of the doors of my car unlocked and fair amount of valuable shit left in it overnight, but, ah, you know, you live and you learn, I wasn't that disappointed really, you know, it's kind of surprised me, maybe it's a sign of growth, sign of maturity as I'm getting older, but yeah, I just didn't really care, really didn't let it get my day down to be honest, you know, I replaced the grinder, that's all of, and obviously the lighters, I'm not a lighter, but um, so I used it as an excuse to upgrade and get a pretty decent, nicely sharp stone grinder. Bronze colored grinder, looking pretty sexy there. So, you know, that's what, that's how we're treating it. We're using it as an excuse to just upgrade some of the kit. Keyboard was a bit annoying, though, because that was a good keyboard. That was about an $80 keyboard. And that, that's something I do want to leave in my car, because I feel like, you know, that's what, when I'm out and about, I want that little fucking thing there. So I think I'm just going to replace that with like a $20 Kmart keyboard so in case it does happen again it does get stolen again I ain't gonna fuck $20 Kmart one so yeah I think that's probably the way to do it just you know that's something I will keep in there and same with the speaker I think I'll just get a cheap one just get a cheap like $40 one you know maybe just see how we go see if I can get the old one nah I did have one just like it that, that died like a couple months ago so that one doesn't work but uh yeah, yeah, because those are the things I will just leave in the car. I don't want to be fucking taking that in and out if it's just for the car, just for the sesh. But yeah, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with my uh, weed hiding spot in the car because, like, again, I'm not going to tell you where it is, you know, in case you fuck what's out there listening. But uh, yeah, yeah, I got a pretty good hidden spot for my weed, and they really did look through everywhere, even though the car was a bit of a mess. But, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty happy with the security of that. So that's a bonus. That's a bonus. Not to say it's 100% impervious. Like, they might get in there next next time and fucking smell weed and know that there's weed in here and just look a little bit harder and fucking find it. So, but, yeah, yeah, really didn't. Maybe it was because I was so depressed from the pussy last week. I was just numb. That might be it. But. Didn't let it get me too down at all. Didn't really care. <laughs> you know, I've had this car for a while now and this lock problem's been there since I've had it. And this is the first time it's been a big issue, so. But yeah, don't want to get too sloppy because obviously then now there's some cunts in the neighbourhood that know this car was unlocked once. And you know, they'll probably walk past it every now and again and I can have a wee look inside, see if there's anything valuable left in there, so. 
Yeah, they didn't take my headphones either. I left my headphones in there, my Bluetooth headphones. They were just sitting on the passenger seat too, so that was fucking random. They must have, surely they would have taken those if they saw them, but they must not have seen them. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, man. So just, I think I'm just going to make sure I lock it. Just get back on that. Just keep locking it, making sure it's fully locked every time before I go home. And then hopefully after, you know, a couple of months, uh, you know, if they try a couple of times, they don't come back again because they realize, oh, this cunt's learned his lesson. He's not a fucking idiot. Even though he, he looks like one in his car. Looks like the car of a fucking idiot. But, uh, yeah, man, that's what's been happening there. So that was a big bit of a bummer. But something more positive. Good bit of, bit of rap listening this week. Absol. Absol, the legend. The under, underground emperor. Member of a TDE. Just dropped his first album of six years last week. Fuck, it was a good one. It was a good listen. Bit out there. Bit out there. Some of the songs, some of the beats. A little bit, you know, experimental with it. Going to take a couple of lessons, I think, hopefully, for them to really sink in. But a bit unsure about a couple of songs in the first listen, but I think that's that's pretty standard for Absol. He does tend to push it push it pretty pretty far past the limit sometimes, but there's definitely some good fucking songs on there, man. Some fucking good songs. Man, in the bars, man. He cuts deep with it. He gets deep about it, man, because... I also watched the interview with the guy, Absol, right before he dropped the album. He uh, did an interview with Charlemagne the God, like an hour and 15 minute interview on his YouTube if you want to go look it up. And fuck, man, he goes deep into his last six years, man. He's had it rough. He's had it rough most of his life, let's be honest. If you if you know Absol, you know his story of how his fucking misses back when he was like 25, ducking off to self, jumping off some massive fucking building. In Compton, and she was some up and coming R and B singer, and he was, you know, he'll tell you she's the love of his life still now, and you know that just fucking that rips your fucking heart out. And then last couple of years, like he was, he was pretty close with Mac Miller, and he died. You know, we all know how that went down. And then just a year ago, he talks about his uh, his best friend Doe Burger, bit of a real underground guy. He got shot and killed about a year ago. So he lost his best friend in the last year. And then fuck man, he goes into the goes into the deep of his deepest of it. Talks about his suicide attempt, man. In detail. In his interview with Charlemagne the God. Tried to take his own life a year ago. Fucking through him. I won't I won't I won't I won't spoil it. And trigger trigger warning. I won't I won't go into details. I had to catch myself there, but fuck man. <laughs> Shit got real. Shit, and it just hits you out of nowhere. He just starts, you know, he mentions it early on and then about halfway into the interview, he just starts, like Charlemagne asked him a question, basically like how high was the building or whatever, and he just goes into detail about everything. But yeah, man, fucking kind of weird too because like he talked about like what, you know, what made him depressed and fuck. He blamed he blamed vaping. You know, a psychologist even told him like the fucking a lot of these vapes out here are causing depression and anxiety in people. Fucking fucking people up and Jesus. Makes sense, man. 
everybody I know at work and in life that vapes regularly is just such a mopey cunt, eh? Just such a, you know, you see it, just the body language. Maybe it's because, like, they're just sucking on a pussy stick and they know they're a pussy, but vaping, man. I reckon that's legit. I think it's really fucking a lot of people's heads up. Some of the chemicals in there fucking making them all depressed and shit. Because, yeah, just show me, like, show me a regular vapor that's a happy human being. I don't think you can. I think they're all fucking miserable. Their lives are fucking terrible because they're depressed. The vape's making them, they're probably depressed before they got the vape, but the vape's making them even more depressed. But, yeah, man, deep. Deep album, a couple of songs talking about that, a couple of bangers in there too, fucking real good feature by Big Sean in there, real good verse, what else is in there, yeah man, you just gotta highly recommend it, and there's gonna be probably about three or four songs in there, if you're not used to Absol, you're gonna be like, what the fuck is this, but I'm still at that stage with him too, so just give it some time, give it some time. You'll hopefully get there. That tends to be how it goes. Like one of my favourite songs of his last album, Do As Thou Wilt, was um, Threatening Nature. And fuck, man, you hear that the first time, it's like, what the fuck is this? This shit just sounds off. Just sounds wrong. And then you get into it a few times, and you're like, oh, yeah. It's just like, you know, like, when someone scratches your back like really hard and you're just like, oh, it hurts, but it hurts good. That's how that song feels. It's just like, you know, it's like they're sticking needles into your ears, but it fucking, something about it just feels good, you know. And I feel like that's kind of what Absol goes for sometimes, just trying to like just push it, really push the boundaries there a little bit. So I'm hoping that's what these songs turn into. You know, going to take a few more listens, but we'll get there. But yeah, overall, highly recommend. Highly recommend. Good album. Get out there, listen to it, kids. You'll learn something about yourself. And the bars, man, like, it'll make you laugh. It'll fucking make you think. It'll fucking leave you fucking speechless just sitting there. But yeah, man, get into it. <coughs> anyway, NFL heating up, heating up. We're getting to the pointy end of the season, ladies and gentlemen. We've got three weeks left of the regular season of the NFL. And, yeah, real interesting. Real interesting week. I'll just start with it. The most fucked up part of the week. If you saw the Patriots absolutely blow it against the Raiders, what the fuck was that? Worst play in NFL history. Fucking game's tied into the fourth quarter, no time on the clock. Fucking cunt on the Patriots. They think it's the annexation of Puerto Rico, as they say, and he's, they start throwing the ball around sideways like it's rugby. That's how the American commentators always say, like, oh, we're out here playing rugby when they see these cunts throwing the ball sideways trying to keep the play alive. This one cunt. With the game tied and no time left in the fourth quarter, just rips it halfway across the field, straight into one of the, the biggest, baddest, strongest Oakland Raiders defender into his hands, who only has the quarterback in front of him, who runs straight through him, sits him on the ass, and is clear through for the touchdown. 
as the game is over and blows the game. You'll have to see it. You never, you never see that shit from the Patriots. You know, they're meant to be them fucking Mr. Goody Two-Shoes, eyes dot, dotted and T's crossed all day, every day. Thank you, man. But they really fucked it in that play. Fuck, it was good to watch. But the other fuckeroo of the week, the Indianapolis Colts blew the biggest lead in NFL history. They were up 33-0 at halftime. 33-0. For those listening at home, you know what that number's all about. But 33 to nothing at halftime. And somehow the Minnesota Vikings came back and beat the Indianapolis Colts 39-36 to after being down 33-0 at the end of the fourth quarter. I mean, at the end of the second quarter. So, yeah, fucking Matt Ryan blowing leads again. Surely he's done. The Colts are a shit show. Hiring fucking no coaching experience head coaches and fucking shit cunt lead-blowing quarterbacks and paying money to most of their team and then suddenly going to shit. I think they're fucked. I think it's, it's going to be a clean house operation in the off-season. General manager's gone, coaches gone, a few of the players gone, just fucking rip it up and start it again. I think those Indianapolis Colts and Minnesota Vikings fucking looking like the shakiest, the shakiest 12-win team I think I've ever seen. Second in the NFC. Fucking riding high. Somehow. I think they're going to be gone first round of the playoffs. I think the Vikings, that's my pick. I just don't have any faith in them. Same with the Eagles. The NFC is just real wide open for me. Because, yeah, the Eagles and the Vikings are the teams with the two best records by a long way. Looking fucking shaky. And then the best team overall, the 49ers, like clearly, like, you know, Best players overall have got down to their third-string quarterback for the rest of the season. And their third-string quarterback was Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick of the draft. So they got the best team in every other fucking position, absolutely stacked on the defense, the running backs, the wide receivers, the O-line, the tight end, second-best tight end in the league. But they got a quarterback that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing out there. He's doing a pretty good job so far. But, I mean, fucking you put me out there with that team against some of the teams i played, I think I'll do an all right job. And then you got the Cowboys. They lost to the Jags. The next best teams like the Giants. Who are the Giants? It's just all, And then the Buccaneers losing record are in the playoffs position. Because that's how the NFL works, baby. Fuck, man. Looking at it. Looking at it. How outstanding. And you got the Green Bay Packers sitting there at 6-8. and eight Outside of the playoff picture for now. Still got a slim chance that they win out every game. And a couple other results go their way. <coughs> you know, I wouldn't put it past them. Aaron Rodgers, probably his last season. I'm thinking it might be his last season. I know. I know. It's a long shot. It's a real long shot. It's a fucking massive long shot. But, you know, if there's ever a time for the Packers to go on an absolute dream run, to basically be 4-8 and eight 
and then somehow squeak into the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. I think they can do it. I think I think I think they could do it. You hear it here first if it happens though. And anyway, the AFC, the AFC, a bit more competitive. Some better teams doing better, I reckon. You know, the Bills and the Chiefs up there tied more or less for first place at, what, I think 11-3. and three. And then you had the Ravens, who were there in third place, lost this week to the Browns. We lost to the Cleveland, to Sean Watson, happy ending Browns. Uh, Lamar Jackson's been injured though which seems to be happening a lot recently towards the end of the season and fuck we need to get him back our offense was horrendous we scored three points on the Browns three points on the Cleveland Browns but anyway hopefully Lamar Jackson comes back and he balls out and gives us because the the defense played all right. Defense has been doing pretty good. We just need Lamar Jackson back and him to start balling out, playing well, and we could beat anybody. But the Bengals are coming on strong. Bengals are coming on really strong. They're probably sitting there that third best team in the AFC at the moment. And I could see him. I could see him going deep. I could see him going back to the Super Bowl again. Man, honestly, like if you had to ask me right now, with my head, the Super Bowl would be the 49ers. Oh, I hate saying that, though. Against the Chiefs, that's what my head says. We already had that a couple years ago, but that's what my head says. Well, my heart is saying... My heart is saying the Ravens, but like, because they're the Ravens, but what my gut is saying, I'm getting a gut feeling, Bengals versus the Packers. That's what I'm saying. That's what my gut is telling me. Head's telling me one thing, gut's telling me another, heart's always going to say the Ravens. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. That's your December 21st update of the NFL season. As we go into, I think, week 15 or whatever the fuck we're at. But yeah, man. It's getting late, late in the year. Fucking Christmas is a coming, babies. Christmas is right around the fucking corner. We are four days from fucking Christmas. And I could give a fuck, honestly. I could give a fuck about Christmas at all. Like... Like, it's not like I hate Christmas. I definitely don't love it. You know, I don't hate spending time with my family. I don't love it. It's just like, it's just so much effort. It's the effort I don't like. The effort and the disruption to my routine. Even though I don't like have much of a routine, but it's still... I don't know. I think I think I think I'll barely even notice Christmas this year. I'm working right through. I'm working twenty second, twenty third, twenty fourth, and the twenty fifth this year. So I'm not even gonna fucking notice Christmas. Bank account's gonna notice Christmas. I'm I'm gonna be like the only person making money 
making a lot of money on Christmas Day, so that's reassuring. I actually, that makes me feel better. I'm actually looking forward to Christmas now. You know, just on that fact alone, not for any other reason. But yeah. Yeah. The fuck is that over there? Anyway. Next episode, we might go deeper into Christmas. Do some Christmas stories. Really, you know, do a real good Christmas-themed episode, but... As you can probably tell, the voice has been battling for a while now. He's done well. He's held it together. Held it together on a pretty long episode here. Which I felt like I wanted to give you, because, you know... If, uh, I did miss an episode, I know, but come on, cut me some slack. Like, I was I was physically unable to perform. I was on the pup list. I was on the pup list, okay? Voice needed, needed, needed a week off. Needed a week off. That happens. It's going to happen here in this game. Can't expect to be perfect 110% of the time. All you can do is try your best. But yeah, man. See you later, fags.